Man, catch. What do you do? Never put yourself in a dangerous situation. What point is it if we die trying to get to them? Then what? The whole party gets wiped out? You have somehow managed to complete this trial. Perhaps there is hope for you yet. Why did you just punch him in the face? That's so rude. He already had three relics. What? And yet he got intervened in a position where we had to risk our lives and two of our party members went missing. And you try and say greed is good, Finevere. Death is a certainty that we all march towards. It is just a matter of when. May you find what you seek. May your life be long. And may your death be quick. Welcome back, foundlings, to another episode of The Gate Chronicles. This is Season 1, Episode 33, and I am your game master and host. My name is Emily. You also might know me as Snow from the Sword Art Online Odd podcast. So, my dear players, let's go around the table or in a line and introduce ourselves. Which way does the line start? Left, right, or right to left? Who's Uh, left? Who's right? Whichever tickles your fancy. Uh, that is Smoot, a.k.a. 44-year-old bi- biology oh, teacher. I'm not, I'm not correct. Uh, and, and that's Finnevere, uh, an aspiring bard attempting to become a merchant so that his name can be so renowned that his long-lost family members may catch up to him. And who are you guys? Oh, I'm me, and that's him. I hate you all. <laughs> uh, uh, my name is Jaden, and I play Finnevere Avere. Uh, and as he mentioned, yes, uh, I am the bard. An aspiring merchant. Hi, I'm Quentin. I play Charles Smoot, 57-year-old biology teacher born and raised in upstate New York. Currently, finally passing his initiation, hopefully one step closer to recovering his family. All right, let's get started. Know whom you serve. The haunting words of the note echo in your dreams. A wooden table materializes before you, and behind it sits a familiar, dark-skinned woman. The fortune teller from Ashby. She flips over three cards, but your mind focuses in on the center one, depicting a man in royal robes sitting on a throne. She peeks up from behind her thick braids. Her eyes seem to stare through you. You've made your choice. Suddenly, flashes of fire draw your attention away from her. Illuminated in the dark, you see nine distant figures clad in black and blood-red robes. But before you can make anything else out, a loud noise rouses you. In your respective rooms, because you guys are in separate areas, but yes. And I never received a letter, and presumably didn't have this dream. You had part of the dream, but you didn't hear the uh, the, the haunting words of the note. But you, the, the words echoed in your head nonetheless. What, that I made a choice? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I didn't write any of you that down. You all had a shared dream. See, I didn't write any of that down, because I assumed it didn't pertain to me because i did not receive that's you know what your your character clearly did not make note of it doesn't matter out the window who cares well that's really bad because i would have definitely taken notes if i thought it pertained to me what kind of loud noise was it like a thud a crash a bang 
it's hard to make out. You are just roused from sleep. It's kind of like that sudden jolting of being awake, but you're not exactly sure why you've been awoken. That's it. I'll, I'll take out the trash. I promise. Tomorrow. Oh, what was that? Uh, Smoot would immediately hop up out of bed and scan his surroundings. If he saw nothing in the room, he would run out to the door. Okay. Charles, Smoot, you don't see anything going on strange in your room, but you do hear a sort of commotion outside of your room. Uh, Finn will do the same with less urgency. Oh, Smoot would book it. Okay. Uh, Finnevere, as you get up, you notice that Alfred is not in the room. Uh, it looks like his bed wasn't slept in at all, but you notice that there seems to be a piece of paper on the bed. Uh, we'll click the note and obviously read it. Okay. Uh, so you open up the note and you see that it is written in a very hastily written script. It appears somewhat panicked, but essentially it reads, in my best Alfred Kenneth Mest impression, <clears throat> I couldn't sleep after reading that note. Too many questions. I'm going to see if I can find some answers. Regards, the Alchemist. Benavir, you have this note in your hand as you begin to leave the room, and you meet Charles Smoot in the hallway where you both notice that the loud noise seems to be coming from a variety of doors opening and closing down the hall as other seekers are exiting their rooms and assumingly making their way downstairs to begin whatever work they have to for the day. What was that loud crash? Why was there a noise? Why am I awake? I, I have no idea. I woke suddenly as well. Um, I, I hand him the note. Which uh, note? You're going to have to be very specific. Oh, I hand him the Alfred note. What, what, what was this? I think Alfred wrote this. It seems scribbled in a newly taught handwriting. I can't say as I make out that they'd be back. He says he couldn't sleep after reading another note we got. Why, why, why are there so many notes? Who's passing these in class? Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Benavir like slaps his face and try to wake up. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm not a morning person. Uh, not generally speaking. Okay. I'm here. Um, can we get some coffee? Well, I don't have any, but you do. Uh, or did. Could be drenched now. Was it in your bag? Yeah, most of my goods have, are soiled. Well, if there's a giant guild, hopefully there's a giant guild hall, and hopefully in a guild hall there's a mess hall, and they have coffee. Let's see what we can find. As we're walking, Smoot wouldn't drop the conversation, unless Finnevere seemed too disoriented and out of it. Nah. All right, so as you guys are walking, Smoot is continuing the conversation. So, um, uh, other note, best suddenly leaving, too many questions, what he couldn't wait like the rest of us. We all have questions. Uh, this one. Uh, says, they cannot be trusted, know whom you serve. Someone knocked on our door in the middle of the night, slid this under the door. Hmm. Could be something someone says a spook, could be, you know, some very opinionated folk. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, know whom you serve. If I remember correctly, we... Well, reminds you of that fortune teller lady at Ashby, right? So you haven't known Mest for much longer than I have, right? I mean, longer by like a day and a half or like 10,000 years, but I don't think sleeping next to each other unconscious counts. Uh, n no, no, I don't. Um, assuming that's the case. Well, we'll see if he comes back today. Oh, right, so you're, you're just going to drop the whole thing about the, the fortune tale lady who told us uh, we're going to have to make a decision about who we serve, and then we get a mysterious letter saying they can't be trusted, and then there are, like, nine robed cloaked figures with, like, black and blood on them. Wait, 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 wait. 
Did you have the same dream? Wait, you had a dream? Wait, wait, no, 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 no. Okay, I had a dream. You know, there's a table and the, the fortune teller lady, and then she sounded like disappointed and kind of like upset, like, you know, a motherly kind of thing where it's like, oh, you've made your choice. And then they're like faded and there were nine silhouettes of people on black robes and they had red stains on them. Well, I, I remember it was red robes, but I, I, it was a dream. I, have you seen any of my other dreams? I hope not. I don't want to know what you're dreaming. This one was disturbing enough. I don't want to know what goes in that twisted mind of yours. Just, just making sure. Oh, shoot. We should tell Kelsey uh, and Cece. Oh, yes. Oh. Kelsey, the missing person. We should find Kelsey, oh. if anything. How does Finnevere feel about that? That must be traumatizing to like be like, we should tell Kelsey. <gasps> That's right. Yeah, screw coffee. I'm going to see if John got any answers. Uh, no, you're right. You're right. Where's my head today? Maybe stuck with the fortune teller lady. Who knows? It's like I slept for three months. You guys, making your way down the stairs, enter into uh, the foyer before you get to the Great Hall, where you do see that there are a number of people crowded around the quest boards that you were pointed out to earlier. And you also see that there's a good number of people in front of the information desk. It looks like there are some more initiates coming in now. And you see that Nora is the only one behind the information desk. It appears that Zora is off to the side, putting up some papers on another bulletin board. She's on a little step stool, uh, raising it up. She's got a little nail and hammer, which you hear, like, clanging against. Is that why she had to burn the tapestries, was to hang these? No, you actually see that a lot of... (laughs) So on the wall where she had pointed to earlier, where it was that one tapestry that she really did not like that day, there is now a very nice seeker banner there. Um, how long is the line for the information desk? Uh, it appears there's probably about five people there right now. Ah, uh, smoke and stand at line. Impatiently. Grumbling. Rabble, 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 rabble. Okay. Uh, Finnevere and Smoot, you also see off to the right side of the information desk, there is a small kitchen where a lot of the sneakers seem to be getting their breakfast, and many people are sitting down at the tables, which have been replaced in the area as well. And you actually both see... Baron, Cece, and Valen sitting at a table together. Can I smell the coffee? Is there, what do I smell of breakfast? There is no coffee. <gasps> the dice has spoken. Dice has spoken. Uh, okay. In fact, it smells like somebody burned bacon. Oh, no, it's just absolutely terrible. Okay, well, All right. Looks like I thought maybe we shouldn't eat here. I mean, free is free, but um, kind of standards for your quality, you know what I mean? It's probably not free. You hear Cece over at the table, uh, and she screams your name, and she starts waving towards you. Smoot would wave back towards Cece. Finnevere will get out of line with a quick glance towards Smoot. Don't embarrass us. Divide and conquer. I like how you think. See if you can find any not burnt bacon. Uh, I'll go by the table, pass by, say I'll be with you in a moment. Uh, I'll go to see if I can get some breakfast. <laughs> All right. Uh, Cece is just smiling and she's sitting there and she's eating actually well-cooked bacon, so she got the good order. And you make your way towards this back uh, stall, we'll call it. You go to the stall and you see that there are several of them actually lined up. The one that you could see off to the side actually goes in a little bit further and there's three separate ones. You see that there appears to be your standard breakfast bar with eggs and fruit, and there even appears to be a bakery where the goods are actually being snatched off the shelves so fast the bakers can't keep up. 
Oh no, I'm all about the nutrients. I'll get up. I'll, I'll hit up the first bar. All right, you get yourself a nice plate of vegetables and uh, healthy goodies for your breakfast in the morning. And you can see the uh, one stall that essentially does the meats is currently dealing with smoke. Uh, do they have tea here? Tea. It's burnt too. It's burnt too. <laughs> the dice spoken. I am with that many crit I will. I will pay for this burnt tea. Okay, you get some good bad party. Um, with this many crit fails, do they have purple drink? What? It's a crit on my die. They will have the purple drink from Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Me and Em had an absolutely awful Dunkin' Refresher, which I don't even know what the... It was supposed to be like strawberry coconut or something. It didn't have grape in it, but it was purple and it tasted like grape cough medicine. It made me sick. It... Three people tried splitting it because it tasted so bad, but no one wanted to throw it away because we were in a moving vehicle, so we didn't feel like stopping or dumping it out the window because that's rude, so we tried to like sit through and drink it. We passed it around the car, and three different people drank it, and all three people had terrible stomach aches for like the next two hours. But anyway, while that is a fun thought, let's never talk about purple drink again. <laughs> Finnevere, you get this plate of goodies, and you are now um, satiated with food and drink. Uh, I'll sit down with the uh, group. Assuming it's a four-seater table and there's one open. Okay, yes, there is plenty of seating available. It is actually a bunch of benches and tables that are lined up next to each other, almost as if you were in a cafeteria. <sighs> How did you sleep? Um, not not great. I've been better, but I, I'll get over then. How about yourself? Are you uh rested up, healed up? You just see that Valen just puts his head on the table and groans, and Farron also sits there and sort of strokes her arm a little bit before speaking up. It could have been better. Agreed. Uh, I don't think I've been that sore since I started training under my papa. Uh, I haven't been this sore since Sid went through his woodworking phase. Oh, all of you, chipper up. You're gonna be just fine. Of course you will be, because I am here. I'll give a genuine smile. Aha! See? It works. Yes, it does. I am weak to your charms. She blushes. <laughs> of course. I have all the charms in the world, like magic charms, voodoo mm -hmm. charms, spooky charms. Oh. I really don't have all these charms, actually. I try. As she says voodoo charms, I'll take out of my front pocket. I'll, like, prance about uh, Isabel for a second. <laughs> I'll put it back. Mr. Finevere, how long are you going to play with dolls? Uh, <clears throat> you see, this is more than just a doll. It's a, a important relic. Hmm. How many of those do you have on you? Dolls, uh. I mean. Well, if you're referring to anything miniaturized with appendages, the one. Oh, that's so cute. May I hold it? She's not too friendly with strangers, I'll warn you. Its effect is transferred through permission, I believe. Oh. You, you want to take a look at it, uh, you'll have to agree to give it back. I'll give it back. I, I will allow her to examine it. All right, so you give the doll to her. Yes. Okay. Ah, vicious little thing. But she starts turning it over and just looking at it. You can make a perception check if you'd like. Uh, I want to see if this made her unhappy. Uh, but yes, I'll, I'll make the perception check. 14. You can see that there is a small little dot of blood that's formed essentially on the hand that received the doll. And uh, if you were looking at Isabel specifically, her facial structure has not changed. She's still smiling. Okay, very good. So she examines it for a bit and then she hands it back to you. All right, I will accept it back. Okay. You feel a sharp pain in your hand. Very quick. A loving touch. Almost like a needle. Uh, I'll put it back. 
Charles Smoot, you are finally at the front of the line. You saw as Finnevere walked off, got his food, and he's now sitting down, passing around Isabel, which is a little weird. What a strange and peculiar man. Hello, hello. Welcome to the front of the line. Isn't it amazing? Finally, we're almost done. Uh, yes, thank you, Nora. Um, I was wondering if there was an update as to um, the missing party members from yesterday's initiation. Oh, yeah, of course. All of them. Uh, anyone that we have found so far should be... Uh, let me think about this. Is there like a med bay or something? I believe that the wounded have already been brought to the recovery bay, which is coincidentally right next to the rabbit den. Glad to hear that you keep the healer's area with the livestock. All right, can you point me in the direction of where that might... Is there like a map or something? Is there like a pamphlet? Like, welcome to this confusing layout? Oh, you haven't been oriented properly. Would you like a tour? Uh, there definitely was not an orientation, so yes, I would love one. Well, uh, let's see. My shift ends uh, now. Bye. She stops and she's like, I'm kidding. Absolutely. My oh, shift yeah. doesn't end until like 6 a.m. half the time. Why, 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 why is it at 6 a.m.? How, how long do you work for? Do you sleep? Oh, you have no idea the amount of paperwork we have to file. All the forms for relic drop-offs, quest completions, obituaries, uh, new initiates. Oh, and not only that, but also the running that we have to do for Lord Eden. It's a full-time job just doing that. That's yeah, not disconcerting at all. Um, yes, yeah, so if, if you don't have time for um, uh, the, the, the whole tour thingy, like just a little like drawn, squiggly, poorly drawn map would probably suffice. Okay. I can do that for you. All right, one moment, please. She ducks behind the back beam, and she comes back up front with a long scrolled parchment, which she has scribbled on. All righty, so what you're going to do is you're going to turn around and then turn left, following down that hallway straight. Oh, wait, no, that's the wrong way. Turn there. Yes, that way. You're going to go past the bathhouse towards the door that is outer region. You're going to open that door, go down the stairs, and then you'll find yourself outside of a very large hole that leads to the rabbit den, and that also has access to the archive, but we don't recommend that you go through there because they're very aggressive. But of course, directly before the stables for the rabbits, there is actually the recovery bay. Seeing as you also mentioned it, and I'm already here, um, you, you said you can't get to the archives from that direction. Where would I get to the archives from? Through the right side door, to the information desk where you went down last time. Very good to know. Thank you so much. Of course. And then you hear her mumble on the side. Of course, they only get their exercise going down those stairs, but who am I to judge? I would leave line and try and meet up with the rest of the party and inform them as to where our compatriots may be being kept. Okay, so you make your way over there and you mention to the entire group that you're going to be heading over to the rabbit den. Slash healer's hut. I know, it's very weird. I don't know why they keep the two next to each other. There are rabbits? No, 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 no. There are absolutely massive giant bunnies. Like, they are huge. I'm not talking about, like, your average run-of-the-mill bunny. I'm talking, like, a three-foot-tall bunny. Now, normally, you don't keep rabbits and people who are sick together, so that's a that's very strange... what I was saying. Who thought this through? Apparently, the guild has decided it's a good idea and that the rabbits need their exercise. Valen actually sits up. You can see he has bags under his eyes. It's because they are technically the transportation for the injured. He stretches and he gets up. Baron, just a heads up. Low likelihood, but just possible one of the relic properties. Uh, you may incur strange dreams. Very vivid. What makes you say that? Because it's one of the relic's properties upon interacting with it. Oh, so you're saying it's one of the negative drawbacks. I, I suppose you could put it that way. 
Do relics generally have drawbacks? Sometimes they do, but I don't have much experience with them to say. I see. Well, I'm looking to get experienced in many things, so I'm trying to learn whatever I can. Oh, if you want to have an experience with relics, I heard you can get a bunch of them together. Uh, I have heard. Um, a good man by the name Leavemore taught us that lesson quite well. I also heard there's someone in the guild that can teach you how to carry multiple relics at a time. That's possible. For real. Well, again, it's just a rumor that I've heard. Huh. Duly noted. Thank you. She smiles. Alrighty then, let's go find Kelsey and Mr. Taylor and we'll be all set. Smoot would lead the way, seeing as he has the uh, very poorly scribbled map, but uh, it is something more than nothing to go on. Alright, let's catch up with Grandpa before he gets lost. Can you really call me Grandpa if I'm outpacing you? <laughs> the Grandpa is outpacing everybody as he walks with very, very solid steps. He's got a destination in mind. He's following the really crudely drawn map, which is well enough drawn that he can find his way. You guys make your way past the bathhouse as she instructed outside on a side door where there is a very long set of stairs down the side of the plateau that you're on until you do find the opening that she had described and you make your way inside. The scent of burning incense is unmistakable. As you enter into the large den, you were directed to by Nora. And, well, it's surprisingly clean. And you also don't see any rabbits at this time, although you do see as you're entering in that there are several large empty crates at the front. But they seem to be extras, almost as if they haven't been used in quite a while. And as you go in further, you do see that there are beds, cots essentially, and people are walking around tending to some of the injured people that are lying on them. To the back, you see another door that's almost drapes in front of it. And you see that there is a light back there and you hear loud thumping sounds. So are there people on the cots? There are people on the cots. They're not all filled, but a good number of them are. I would like to slowly walk by the cots to see if I recognize anybody. You're walking through. People are groaning and you're also being followed by Valen, who's also inspecting. You do not see... Kelsey or Alan. Can we attempt to find someone who looks as if they like work or assist here? Anyone yes, you see program? several people, about three of them, currently walking around tending to some of the injured people. Is there anyone who looks like they're not actively trying to help someone? They're all actively trying to help someone Very since... Good. Do we see Absol? You don't see Absol. You see that the room is essentially a mask with a group of people. Some on the cots, some walking around. But you do hear a loud thumping towards that back room where there is the curtained door. Can we pull aside one of the individuals who is kind of walking around? Maybe one of the people who looks like they've been staying here but are like recuperating, not necessarily one of the people working. I don't want to interrupt them. You do find someone, but it appears that they are currently staring off into the distance as if they're not all there. Hello. Uh, pardon me. Excuse me. The eyes... The eyes the, of Sauron. What are, what are you talking about here? They're watching always. The eyes. Wait, wait, whose eyes? Which eyes? Make a perception check. It's a, a riveting nine total. You see where he's staring off to, but you don't see anything there. In fact, it looks like there's just a man in front of you who's shabbily dressed. He appears to not have shaved in many, many days, and 
while he is standing and walking around randomly and aimlessly, he has one arm in a sling. I see they don't differentiate between the ER and the asylum here. It's all kind of just jumbled together. Um, As you are talking with this man, one of the people who is tending to some of the injured individuals walks over. She is dressed in a white poofy kind of garb with a white cap on, which Charles Smoot, in your mind, you see that she could be a nurse of some kind in this time. Sir, sir, please leave him alone. He's he's not well. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, We were just attempting to locate our friends who have been lost in the previous initiation. Either that or locate Absol. Oh, I see. Um, Absol should be in the back. He's tending to the rabbits right now. I do know that the rest of the rescue party has not returned yet. They ran into some complications, apparently. All right, well, hopefully that wasn't our party. Um, thank you so much for your information. Uh, of course. Uh, come along now, Randall. Come, sit down, sit down. You look so tired. All right, you are the lady. Absol's in the back. Hopefully that's not our rescue party. Um... Hopefully he was part of our rescue party. But wait, if he's part of the rescue party and our rescues aren't here and they're missing still, oh my goodness, what does that mean? Uh, they're in the back being transported off the rabbit still. It's fine. Um, always think optimistically. Hope for the best, prepare for the worst. What does that mean? That means we're going to go back and see some giant fluffy rabbits, Cece. You really have a good way of looking at things. Not always the best way. I feel like that's an insult. I feel like it... Just, you you tried to compliment me, but the words you had at your disposal, given the situation, were definitely insulting. Oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I appreciate the attempt. It's the thought that counts. Well, as soon as Finn would find that uh, he didn't see anyone that he recognized there, then uh, he probably would go into the next room. Okay. Yeah, Smoot would be actively walking towards the back curtain. Okay. You guys walk to the back room pushing back past the curtain and you enter into a very strange area. The room is not as well defined. In fact, it looks like the walls were dug out similar to a rabbit's hole, but a very large rabbit's hole where men can walk through. And as you walk in, you see that there are sconces on the wall and deeper in, you hear the loud thumping. It appears this tunnel goes on for a little bit and as you go through further, you see that there is a cart on the side that has blood on it, as well as several very oddly shaped harnesses, which you assume would probably go around the rabbits. And you make your way through until you finally reach what appears to be a wide open room that might be a stable of sorts. And you see that Absol is currently hanging up one of these large harnesses on a hook on the wall. Absol, uh, we don't mean to bother you, but we were didn't see our friends back in the uh, healer section. And we heard troubling news of the fact that the other rescue party has been met with some troubles and delays. Is there anything more that you can elaborate on that? This man, Absol, he's not very large in height, but he's large physically. Uh, He's currently, as he's hanging up this harness, making a frowning face as if he is contemplating what to say in response. And then he turns and looks at you. We ran into some complications. John said he would be back tomorrow, at the latest. I can't share any further information. I'm assuming that everyone that you aided in your rescue party from the initiation is already being healed in the hut over there? Yes, 
All right. Well then, Pinabir, looks like it's the worst and we're playing a waiting game. For those that made it, they were the lucky ones. You wouldn't happen to be looking for anyone that might have been traveling in the hottest plateaus. Uh, no, sir. We found some burned bodies there. No way to identify them at this time. They are missing most of their gear. Perhaps they were robbed. No, we were more in the uh, giant mall collapse area. What is a mall? Mall? No, the, the, the urban area up to the north that collapsed. Yeah, that, that place. They're called malls. He looks you up and down. Is that a new term you've come up with? It's an old term from where I come from. They had a, they had a name for those things. Cece pops up from behind you. He's really weird. So if he says things, you just go along with it, okay? Right, Mr. Smoot? Ma. Ma. I don't need to be patronized by you. Aid her by standing behind Smoot and giving like a gentle, reassuring nod. <laughs> I don't need to be patronized by you. You saw the Bach Hotel. There was a bump sway there. Oh, I saw the Bach Hotel. That is true. But Bubsway? <laughs> Come on now. That's a made-up name. There's an entire sign. It said Golden Old Fashioned Hergus Burgers. Hergus Burgers is not Bubsway, though. Listen, they're all a bunch of chain branches. They're in all the malls. Valen just speaks up. What the absolute hell are you talking about? Smoot, you said you didn't come here to bother the man. So, if you don't... I got all everything I can, kid. I'm just gonna leave to rabble, rabble, rabble. Smoot storms off after being patronized by the rest of his guild. If Smoot and Cece leave, uh, I'll stay for a moment. Okay. Uh, Cece's following after Smoot. It seems like she's trying to cheer him up a little bit in her own way by patronizing him. A very CC thing to do. Well, since our companion fell with yours, it's likely we won't see them for a while. We could probably stick together. Uh, perhaps that's the case. I'll turn to um, uh, the guy. Absol? Absol. Yes. <laughs> uh, are any of your rabbits injured? Uh, I have some healing ability of my own. Uh, I could spare some. The rabbits are well taken care of. I see. Uh, Your concern is appreciated. He smiles a little bit, but it goes away very quickly. Uh, If there's anything I can do to assist in your healing efforts, yeah, but to call on my aid. Uh, I'm not an expert, but I do what I can. I try to repay those I have debts to. You have no debts to me, but I will think of you, although I don't know your name. My name is Finevere Avere. A name I wish to spread as far as I can. He looks at you a little leery. All right, Finavir of here. I will think of you if my rabbits need tending. Thank you, sir. You have a good day, Ken. Valen and Farron begin to move out of the room as you finish up your conversation. And Smoot, you've already made your way back out, and you see that Randall fellow is walking around again. The eyes! The eyes! Is there still a nurse in his general vicinity? No, it appears one of the nurses is currently helping somebody who's convulsing. What are you debating over there? I'm just thinking about how much this is not my problem. (laughs) So what do you guys do? You have been informed that John might not return until tomorrow, and pretty much the rabbits are good? The waiting game it is. Waiting game. No one has time for that. There's too many things to do. Too much in one day. I'm very good at the waiting game. Amali always made me play the waiting game, you know, like for months on end. I feel like you lost the waiting game a lot. We don't tell him that. I played the waiting game too. I lost. I don't play the waiting game. I just do things. Smoot walks off to exit the healer's hut, um, trying to make his way to the archives. Uh, You feel as a body latches onto you. 
Wait, Mr. Smoke. What do you mean, wait? What do you mean? What, what are we waiting for? Gotta stick around this place. No, I was just saying I'm going with you, and you were walking off. You have very long legs, and I have short legs, and it kind of goes doot, 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 doot. Yeah, just just make your little doot doot legs doot faster to keep up with my doot doot. I can only doot doot so fast, but if you doot doot slower, I can keep up with your doot doot. Ah, uh, fine. Just try not to get lost. I won't. She hops off. Baron and I will be heading back upstairs. We're going to check out the quest board while we pass the time. You're free to join us. Uh, thank you. If we learn anything, uh, I guess we'll try to find you and let you know. Oh, this is going to be very awkward if we say goodbye now, since we're all going to be going up the same way. Oh, I'm just saying for the future. Uh, I'll be heading with Smoot to the uh, information area. Archives. And then probably to the market to buy some coffee. And sell some things. All right, let's go. And he begins making his way behind Smoot, who's already made his way outside up the stairs. And you guys go back into the keep. Passing the bathhouse once again and going... Making our way back to the information desk and heading towards the right of it, yeah? Yeah, yeah, very accurate. Got him. Which right? Because you already went out the right, betting on which way you're facing. The way that Nora told me to go. Ah, I see. So, uh, on your left where you were standing there, her right. There we go. There you go. I go go. into that door. Okay, perfect. And as you're walking by, you again see that there are the quest boards and... Also, the signs that Zora was putting up are now hanging there, and they have glowing text on them. Glowing text? Glowing text! That means we haven't read them yet. You haven't read them yet? No, of course not. That's exactly what it means. Uh, can I perception check to attempt to read them in passing? Uh, sure. You can make a perception check to read them as you walk by. I just want to, like, get a gist of what it might be that's written on them. Uh, same, except for Finn's been waiting for this a lot longer, and he's not going to do it so slowly, or so quickly. Um, yeah, if it doesn't interest me, I'm just walking past 17 for my perception. Oh my gosh, where's that when I need it? 27. 27? Yeah. With a 27, and with your 17, Charles Smoot, uh, for both you and Vinavir, the blue lettering definitely stands out and catches your attention, but you see Charles Smoot at the top of the forms, there is this large title which says current nr uh Finavir, you take a moment and pause and you begin reading it and you see that it is a list of names not returned i don't know or care what that is so i'm just gonna walk past it okay so does Finavir read it then uh yes and i'll try to see if my uh hunch is correct by does- seeing if the collective three names Oh. oh, yes, I got it. It does stand for a uh, numerated rank. So, Finavir, what, what do you see here? Uh, my name is at the bottom of this list. Um, where is Brunhilde? How did Kelsey rank higher than me? Brunhilde, 24. Whoa, 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 why is Cece ranked higher than me? Cece stops. Oh, my gosh. My disguise name is ranked high. We're good. Is that good, Mr. Finnevere? Uh, I think so. I think lower numbers are better. Who names their child Crag Rock, by the way? Or is that also a name like mine? Uh, maybe it's short for something. <gasps> and look, Kelsey's on there, too. She must be okay. Uh. <laughs> Ooh, and Mr. Allen, too. We should be good, then. It seems we did all right, uh, in terms of ranking, I think. Mr. Finnevere, why are you at the bottom? Oh, that could be due to my, uh... <clears throat> 
duo stunts at the uh, cliffside and river. What if it's because you burn bodies and they saw it? It's a proper burial. I didn't know that they'd be retrieving people. <gasps> they might think you're a pyromaniac. I... <laughs> Is there any inscription on our uh, uh, seeker emblems? Yeah, when you flip over your seeker emblem to look, you can actually see as you look kind of hard that a glowing name and number appears next to it. And it says for you, Finnevere, 067 LSNR. Oh, this is so cool. <sighs> I really do wish mine said my actual name, though. Nobody's going to believe me at home. Well, the most important thing is that you believe in yourself. And plus, there's no way that Amali will not believe you. Yeah, but he might... <clears throat> Fine. Uh, oh, we wait long enough. Let him stew over it. So yes, you have seen all of your rankings on screen, finally. Occasionally, though, you do see that a name flashes out and disappears from the list. Whoa, 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 what was that? What was what? I, I, did, did they also shift, or is there like a missing space? It shifts. And kind of here, you're now 66. Does my, my emblem change? Your emblem does change. Oh my goodness, what if somebody died? Oh my, um, hmm. That would be interesting. Maybe we should get some answers. I try to find someone who might know. Someone who looks experienced. Sure. You want to look around the room then? Sure. Okay. You are by the information desk. There is an information desk to your right. Is the line long? Is the line long? There are 16 people in line. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm going to see if I can spot a, uh, an experienced seeker. Someone who looks like they know where they're going and such. Or someone who looks comfortable. All right. You see a man who is hefting a large axe over his shoulder. Oh, yeah. That's right. And he does like a big squat. Get my glutes stretched. Ah, that's the life. Uh, I'll approach him. You approach this man. He is very large with bulging muscles. He is barely wearing a shirt, barely any pants, but he has some really nice shoes. Really nice shoes. Uh, good morrow, my fellow. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you see, I'm a, a new initiate here. Do you spare a moment and mind telling me why names disappear from that board? He looks at the board. Oh, some people quit the guild, turn on the badges, some people die. Some people get old and retire and don't make it out of, well, that's the Steel Seekers list. That one will empty out pretty quickly, for one reason or another. Or one of the two quit or die. Or, or they graduate. Oh, so disappear if they uh, were to move up a rank. Yeah, typically anybody from uh, number five, rank five and up, will go up to the next level. I I'm see. very knowledgeable about these things. You came to the right person. Ah, you seem very knowledgeable. Thank you so much. Yes. Also, if you go over there to the eatery place and you get the cheese and steak, it is fantastic. Best meal you could ever have. Uh, noted. Thank you for your time. Absolutely. Uh, I will regroup. Uh, well, Charles Smoot is making his way through down the stairs already at this point. He's figured out how to use the system in the back area, utilizing his badge to activate one of the doors. And Charles Smoot, you take the long journey down. Uh, it takes Benavir several minutes to catch up with you. He actually has to rush down the stairs, almost stumbling along the way. But you guys make your way down into the deep archives, where you again see, coming down from the stairs, off to the left, the large open room with the tall, 
boxes and stacked columns and rows and strange machinery moving hither and to, to and hither. Do I notice any people down here? As you come down, you notice a few things if you make a reception check. Sure. Total of a 26. You immediately, as you're coming down towards the bottom at this point, you actually see the desk that you guys approached initially that Eden had walked by, and you see the man. Would you remember his name being mentioned as Musa? You see that he is currently behind the desk, and he is wearing a very strange headpiece with a long monocle that is zoomed in on some sort of object in his hands, and he seems to be tinkering with it. You see a variety of other individuals who are walking around, some carrying those black boxes, and others carrying what appear to be broken relics. Does everyone look busy? As busy as they can be. Sure. Uh, I guess then I will walk up to Musa, seeing as he's the only person I recognize and have a name for. All right. You approach his desk. He doesn't seem to pay you any attention. He seems very focused on what he's doing, as if he is tweaking something. Until you see all of a sudden there's a little spark and a jolt and he jumps back. Oh, oh dear, oh dear. All right, that didn't work. Um, Next we'll try this. Oh, and... Pardon me before you start again. I don't want to interrupt you. Uh, Musa, was it? He is currently hunched over this object on the table and he turns his hands partially open towards it as if he's about to dive back in to this piece of equipment. Yes. Hi, the, the name's Smoot, Charles Smoot. Um, I was wondering... What exactly, how exactly this place works and how one would get information. Hmm. Is the archives also kind of like a library of like stored records and things, or is it only to analyze artifacts? He takes his hands and seems to tap the bottom of his chin a little bit as he muses aloud. Yes, tall specimen, uh, large musculature. Uh, yes, yes, I uh, have 85% chance survival if we use this object. Uh, yeah, so is this like a, a library or are there like stored records or something that I can look into or is this only for like examining artifacts? Hmm. Creature seems to have some intelligence and some understanding of what an archive is. Fascinating. We'll have to document this in the... Okay, yeah, so you, you keep verifying your own information and don't give me any... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the archive is a place where we take care of many of the relics where we study them and determine their usefulness for society, perhaps putting them away for safety, and maybe perhaps also holding on to documents from old worlds in the past. Yes, he seems quite interested in learning. However, his brain may not be able to comprehend. Might be too small. Uh, I'm, I'm glad. That's good to, to, to know. Um... Uh, do you care that much about, like, old technologies and, and whatnot? Not necessarily artifacts, but preserved technologies. His eyes seem to light up, and you can see he brings down another side of the monocle, which seems to zoom in. His eyeball, like, seems to zoom in on you. Yes, yes, let's see what the creature has on him. And he's tapping himself. Oh, yeah, I guess that was an invitation for me to, to show and tell. Um... I have a well-preserved phone and laptop here, but both of them I haven't had any success turning on. I didn't know if you had a charger for either of these. He quickly walks over and seems to try and scoop whatever you were offering out of your hands, regardless of if you were actually offering it. Yeah, I might as well have been. I see. And he's like hefting around the laptop a little bit and he pats on it. Oh, oh, please be careful with that. It should still be functioning. It just needs a charge. Charge? Yes. 
A charge. Don't fry the battery. Of course. A, a charge. A charge, yes. A charge would make sense, of course, because they're rechargeable ones. Oh, how very interesting. How very odd. He flips it over and starts looking at different ports on it. And Finevere, you make your way down the stairs at this point, and you see Charles Smoot uh, talking with this person who seems to be manic. Uh, was was Cece with him or me? Cece was with you. Hey, look, he hasn't gotten kicked out yet. Hey, Mr. Smoot! Quiet down. This is basically a library. Musa seems to stop what he's doing. Hmm. Yes, insane children. We don't let those in here. Don't let them in. We lock uh, them out. She's technically a seeker now. He looks at you, zooms in a little bit more with his goggles, and then flips back. Yes, the charge. We must charge it. And he seems to walk back over to his desk. Oh, I can, point out, I can point out the charging port if you would like. He is ignoring you at this point. He is examining this thing so closely. Yes, the charge. Of course, I have just the very thing to do that. I've been waiting to use this. <laughs> can I see what he has in his hands? He seems to be pulling up some sort of round object, and it strangely starts to glow and it does look like a core but it's a little different it makes these strange extensions and they seem to move towards the laptop and actually seem to search it for the port until finally it connects and you hear as there is a slight humming charge it's working it's working there's a charge oh great i can get all my old documents and photos off there documents photos yes Information. Add it to the archive. Study well, it. It'll be ours. It's 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 whose exactly? Because that was my private property. Just gonna throw that out there. It's in the archive now. It belongs to the archive. Well, yeah, yeah, but it's like the the archive of accessible like record of things. Or... It must be studied. It's in the archive. We must look at it, tear it apart from the inside out, and reassemble it. I I would prefer getting any of my like desired personal artifacts off there first if you don't mind before you start like trying to reverse engineer things and then like inevitably break it hmm. of course we can't take it without permission exactly but it's here but take it no don't take it it's his he looks up at you of course it, it is yours it, would, would you like me to if it's charging i could probably turn it on for you his eyes light up again yes show me smoot walks over and does the unthinkable and presses the power button on his laptop. All right, so you open up the computer's screen. You turn on the HP laptop, and you see, as strangely, it sort of sputters, and you see the logo appear on the screen, the loading screen, but it, it seems to be waving as if something is wrong with it. It works. There's power. Yeah, that, 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 I don't think it's supposed to look like that, but well. Uh... We'll let it do its thing for a little bit. I'm sure there's many software updates out of place. Cece begins to skip over to Charles Smoot. Whoa, what is that? It's called my laptop. Oh, that's right. You had this, like, box thing. Okay, so what does it do? Yes, what does it do? Okay, well, it was, it, it's a PC, which is the personalized computer, but they found a way to, like, make it portable. Um, and, and so I was able to use it to, like, type and grade assignments and access the internet and stuff. Yes, mathematic computations. Computing! I'm glad. Um, is this... Yeah. I think he's crazy. No, 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 no. Not crazy. Genius. 
Yeah, you, you gotta be careful insulting people, Cece. What if I just walked around and started calling you short? Wow. That, that was kind of hurtful. Yeah, now imagine how he must have felt when you called him crazy. I'm so sorry. And I doubted his teaching ability. <laughs> so yes, you are both experiencing this man, this manic man, who is currently very obsessed with what Charles Smoot has brought to him. But Charles Smoot, your laptop does power up, although it doesn't seem to be working quite the way it should be. That's fine. It, it booted. Do we get to a login screen? Yeah, there's a login screen. Okay. Uh, there's just, just putting your username and then your password and then you hit the enter button. Oh, yes. Password for security. Uh, where did you get this? How did you get this? It, it, it's mine. I should like to see your badge. Okay, and I hand him my steel seeker badge. He greedily takes it from your hands and he flips it over and he sees as the letters in your name appear on it. Yes, of course. It's, it's yours. You must have collected it. You're new. Perhaps she could be useful. Appreciated. Yeah, I try and be, I guess. He is staring at you with a smile. Very creepy smile. If, if you want it, I also have a phone. He rips it up from your hands. He begins to sniff it. Yeah, that that that's not how it And then he licks it. Works. Oh, no, please. They're, they're gonna, and then he starts biting on the corner of it oh, gently. Please, the, the screen, please don't. Like, it. Uh, the Blackberry, I, I know it has a case, but, like, you're gonna get, like, saliva in the keyboard. Hmm. Strong metal material. Somewhat flexible begins to kind of Oh, bend it, it is it bit. is not flexible. I would not recommend that. Interesting. We have seen some like this. They, they close and they open and they close and they open. The, the, this one has the, the, the sliding touchpad. It's a Blackberry. <laughs> it's a Blackberry? Okay. Old school, old fashioned. Does Finnevere say anything at all? How was he feeling? Uh, I mean, he wasn't that interested until the screen lit up. I'm not really sure what he was looking at. Since it doesn't seem like it's going anywhere, uh, he's going to try to see if he can find some good old-fashioned books. Okay, so you begin to maneuver through. As a side note, he's proud of Smoot for not being kicked out this quickly. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Finvir, as you begin making your way through, passing the desk, all of a sudden, Musa stops you. Wait. I'm waiting. What is your rank? Show me. I show him my badge. Steel. I see. Very well. You have access to the following areas. And you see that around his hand, there seems to be this strange, like, glove, which has mechanical parts to it. And he waves his hands in the air. And you see numbers appear. And then there's a row number. And then he kind of zooms in. And you see, like, this strange outline that you've never seen before. There's these blue horizontal lines which seem to be depicting the interior of this archive. You may access these areas. You may not go any further. You don't have authorization. Uh, I, I, I can live with that. Um, do I understand enough of what I'm looking at to figure out what rooms I'm not supposed to go in? Montreal will save to see how overwhelmed you're feeling. Uh, my sketching feels inferior right now, I'll tell you that. Oh boy, oh will of seven. Oh boy. You're feeling somewhat overwhelmed by the information that's being poured on you, also because of the fact this man who's kind of insane is directing you, but he's moving around some kind of object that's floating in the air that shouldn't be there, but it is, but it almost seems like it's the outline of the entire thing that you saw from above. It's like, <gasps> what is this? Uh, I'll take up my 
my paper and pen. Uh, I, I understand this a little better. Draw an approximation shape of the room that we're in, and then a symbol for the hallway. Could you perhaps put it a little more plainly for the uh, newly initiated? Do you offer him the paper? Yeah. Okay. I, and he, my my only pen. Okay. He rips it out of your hands. Okay. And he begins scribbling for several minutes. He hands you back a detailed schematic that is very well drawn. He didn't use any rulers or anything to make straight lines. He's just drawn it. My sketching feels even more fair. Uh, did they get my pen back? Yes. Okay, very good. Uh, thank you so much. So I assume it's also signified on here where I can't go, right? Yes. Uh, that, uh, me thinks. You thinks. Me thinks. Okay. And you begin making your way through the archive, traversing down some halls and looking for things to read. You can make a perception check if you would like. Uh, sure thing. Natural 20 plus 6. 26. As you are walking through, you see these black boxes, similar to what you saw in Liamor's place, but they are filled with different kinds of relics, and you see that many of them are strangely shaped. In fact, in one of them, you think you see a human brain. It's very odd. Some of them seem to have what could be limbs of people if they weren't made from metal, and is that is that a walking stick? Very, very odd. And you walk through until you reach the end of the rows that you were permitted to go through. It doesn't seem that there are any documents for you to read here, but at some point as you're going through, you see one of these people begin pushing a very large cart, which towers above you and is filled with all sorts of these black boxes. And he pushes it to a back, dark hallway, which slowly lights up and then begins to flash dark behind him as he goes through. And you hear a loud door opening, and then it shuts. Alrighty. Um, so if there's just relics here, I have no choice. I'll have to go back to Cece. I suppose there's no uh, literature to read uh, where we're allowed, uh, but... We are allowed to look at the relics, it seems, uh, but I'm currently capped out. Could you hold on to this one for me? I hand her the glow band relic. All right, so you hand her one of the glow brands. I do double check and ask her. Like, you're not holding any relics, are you? Uh, I'm not that old, so nope. Then I'll go back to the room and see if I can play with some toys. First up on the list is that walking cane. I don't want to hold all this, Mr. Smoot. What about this? I give her the badge for the carryall. Okay. And I put down to carry all. See, uh, now you don't have to carry anything. Ooh, I can carry all. Yes, you can. And I will put the sun-powered relic in there. I don't know how to use this. Uh, why don't you walk around in a circle? She starts walking around in a circle. I set the, uh, the box down on the ground. Yeah, you set the box down on the ground. There's something I'm forgetting. I don't know how to use this. It's not working. Take a break. Um. Your character presses a button on it. Okay. You have to activate the badge. There we go. Oh. <gasps> wow, it's following you around. It's like a puppy. Yeah, puppies were mechanical and didn't eat or I sleep. I will or... call him Mr. Scraps and he will be filled with scrap. I'll take good care of him. Don't you worry, Mr. Finnevere. Uh, thank you, Cece. Um, Brunhilda. Um, yes, Brunhilda, of course. That is who I am. Yes, Brunhilda the Seeker. All right, uh, so, mm -hmm. Finnevere, you begin... Walking back towards the cane. 
Okay. Uh, Quentin, what are you trying to get from Musa at this point? Because he is focused on the computer and he's looking at it very curiously. But... Yeah, I know. I'm trying to work with the computer. Okay, what are you trying to get off the computer? Well, understanding that the computer is not going to have any internet connection. You can only get things off of the hard drive. And even then, you're not going to really be able to get anything. You'd only be able to use applications. So are you trying to grade student papers right now? What are you doing? I very could. Um, I, I feel like I would more so be trying to give Musa information to get in his good favor. Okay. By like showing him how a computer system operates to the best of my character's knowledge of how okay. computers operate. Uh, he is enjoying this very much. He's pretty much all over the computer trying to figure out how it works and you're showing him and you're trying to improve his attitude towards you. Absolutely. Okay. You're going to roll diplomacy. 14 total. But I'm at a bonus because he likes me because I'm showing him new things. No, that that is your diplomacy. I understand. Was that your total diplomacy? Oh, absolutely. His attitude towards you doesn't really seem to change. He seems to be, again, still focused on the electronics, but he seems appreciative that you're showing him. So um, you would presumably like to examine this device further, wouldn't you? Yes. Yes. We need to look at it. Let's study it. Determine if it is safe for use or if it needs to be locked away in the vaults. Keep it for ourselves. Um, there's actually something I was looking for as well. I don't know if you would be able to help, but perhaps if you were able to, I could give this device to you. Give the device? Yes, of course. What is it you're looking for? I'm looking for information on a facility called Oros. He pauses for a moment and seems to be thinking. I can't say if I've ever heard the name Oros. Is it a place? A guild, perhaps? No, presumably very old. Um, Anything pertaining to uh, cryogenically induced sleep studies or uh, something called a promise pod. He pauses. No, no, no. Not safe. Not. Why are they not safe? He looks at your badge again. Not authorized. What if I had new information about them? You may share, but not authorized. Can't share more. What do I need to be authorized? The, The vaults. You must reach the vaults. How do I get there? Gold. G- gold rank. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That, 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 that's three secret levels up. Uh, could I expedite this process any? By, how, how do you get to the next secret level? Would giving information and uh, technological uh, things like this uh, expedite my process any? He pauses. Information is useful. But with your rank, you help out in whatever way you can. Perform tasks... Improve your usefulness, and you can improve your numeric rank and rank up. Would giving these artifacts to the guild help my rank any? Or not artifacts, um, these uh, preserved technologies affect my rank any? They must first be assessed for usefulness, safety, and if they are good for the guild, then perhaps... Do you guys have calculators yet? He points to his head. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm not talking about your brain knowing how to do math. I'm talking about, like, advanced scientific calculators. How, how advanced is the mathematics that you guys have here? Uh, can, I, can I show you on the laptop? You may. So on the laptop, there's the calculator function. And if you go into the calculator app, you can do things like multiples and divide things and take exponential functions. And you know, you know what all that is, right? He's just looking. Multiplicatives. Understand. 
brain is better. Uh, okay, yeah, but for, for things that your brain, like, can't really compute that well, things like square roots and logarithms and, like, the exact value of pi, cosine, sine, secant, things like that, they're, they're functions. You are strange. He smiles, and he seems to get this very creepy, excited smile on his face. Stranger. Uh, yeah, I haven't met you before. I, I probably am a stranger to you. Pleasure to meet your acquaintance, Musa. No, no. Stranger. I don't know what that means. Foreigner. I, uh, I'm not exactly from around town, yeah. Foreigner. He's getting very excited. And he's almost, like, he's grabbing at your hand at this point. He's pointing at you and he's trying to grab you. Whoa, what are you doing here, Musa? Ethics, knowledge, ancient knowledge, it is everything. Yeah, I have a lot of knowledge about a lot of stuff back then. Would that help my seeker rank? Would that give me the information I need? He pulls back. It may, stranger. I mean, you, you, you can outright everything down that I know from back then, and then you can use that to piece puzzle pieces together if you wanted. Lady Eden must know. She must be made aware. He's like whispering to himself again. Stranger, foreigner, traveler. Whoa, uh, speak, speaking of traveler, um, uh, uh, do you know anything about the far traveler? I heard he was here at one point. It, it, is he also a stranger? He nods. Stranger. Ah, okay, okay. Other than the, the nickname, did he have an actual title or name? No longer. What do you mean, no longer? One day here, and then gone. Well, yeah, 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 I, I, I get that he disappeared. I, or I heard he was going to Tigerstan. Um, or that's where he was last seen or something. Uh, but besides the point, I was asking if he had like a name, something he went by besides the far traveler, you know? He seems to be mumbling to himself, doing the nervous tapping again. No, no, he must not know. Too much information. Not authorized. I can't share. Well, if you can't share with me, I can't share with you. There's got to be a little give and take here. Lord Eden must know. I'll meet with her right now. I don't care. And he begins to run off and begins bolting off to the side between one of the rows. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Finnevere, you're making your way down some of the aisles. You, of course, hear Charles Smooth's voice kind of echoing in the area that you're in. Yeah, I hear in the distance, Stranger! The traveler, foreigner. Grand Americans. <laughs> I just tried one thing. What do you do? So you go to the box yeah. and you try to open it. Yeah. Okay. You look around and you see that there is a latch on the bottom. Mm -hmm. The box seems very sturdy and shut for a good reason. You decide to open it. Yep. And you open it up. You hear an alarm. I shut the box. Could have been more like a museum and less of a a play with things expo. Oh, well, I, it's not my fault. I mean, you definitely did open it, so... You hear as several footsteps come charging down the aisles towards you. You shut the box. The alarm continues for a few moments. Sure, I wait. What, what have you done? You, did you open the box? Oh, yes. Uh, no, 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 you must not. These are being assessed for safety. Some of them are dangerous. They're still being assessed? I, like, put up my arm. I, like, like take steps back like it's contagious. Yeah, he, he looks you up and down. Some of them are very dangerous. Some people have died when they've touched them. Are you all right? I mean, I'm a little, I'm a little frightened, but, uh, yeah. Which one did you touch? That one. He looks at it. Oh, thank God. All right. All right, guys, don't worry. It's the one with the dumb side effects. 
Mean it's going to make me stupid or something? They all just sigh in relief and begin walking away. Oh, darn, I was hoping for something really bad to happen. I was looking forward to that. They start walking away. Guess there's no information to be had here. So th- there's nothing but boxes. There's a lot of boxes in this area. Most of them are sealed. You do remember, though, that there were those rows of desks near the front behind Musa's station, where a lot of people seem to be studying relics, but those ones aren't boxed yet. Relic observation. Hmm. Starting to put a few more pieces together. Is CC still near me? Do-do-do-do. Come along, Scraps. We're going to fill you with a bunch of stuff. what are you doing over there? She's been collecting things from people's desks and putting them inside the box. Cece, is any of that yours? Did people tell you you can take that stuff? Well, they're not here telling me I can't, so... That's not how that works. I have a special mission for you. Get more stuff in Scraps. Got it. I have a special mission for you. What? Uh, did, did Amali say what exactly he was going to be off doing on their quote business that he had to attend to? Not really. He just said he had to go back to the house to get some of our things that we left behind, like his money, uh, which he buried. And he would be really upset because he worked uh, hard for it. That's going to be a while. Okay. Do, do, do you happen to know what secret rank Amali is? No. He never told me. Great. I was hoping you could get some information for us. Well, I mean, if he's not here, we can't get information. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's really unfortunate. Oh, well, I mean, it took us about a week or so to get here, right? Right, so he won't be back for two weeks, at least. Hmm, but if he's off doing a mission, because I think he was off doing that oh, too. Oh, no. That's going to be like, like at least a month. Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, with all that time, I could become a gold rank seeker. I mean, how hard could it be? <laughs> I doubt it. Have you heard some of the stories Amali said? Uh, pfft. Who are you? Do you even know who you're talking to? The leader of this guild wants to speak with me personally. Amali said it wasn't okay. You're very strange and troubled child, Cece, and you have the audacity to call other people crazy. I oh. am not troubled. I'm... Wait. Hold on. I'm not strange. I'm troubled. That's actually closer to the truth, so... Finnevere covers a nervous sweat. Oh, Mr. Finnevere, did you set off an alarm? Uh, sure did. Me too. In Charles Smoot. I'm very alarmed at all times, uh, but... Uh, on Look the... at all this scrap I collected for you. Um, uh, I will put on a, a grin, <laughs> uh, and I'll, I don't rummage through it. <laughs> you see that there's, like, some broken things. This strange-looking object that might have been a weapon at one point has been broken down. It seems that it's all just shreds of things at this point. See? I got scrap for you. Uh. Praise me. Well, I appreciate your enthusiasm for sure, but I don't think we can take it with us. Oh. Uh, then we don't really have a house to put it in yet. Oh, that's true. Oh, no, I mean, we no, can always put in John's house. And put it in John's house, and also we're, we're staying here and we have rooms associated. Um, so, Finnevere, remember when I, I said I was a teacher, right? Right. I remember this. Yeah, so um, I don't know whether it's going to be good or bad, but I think I'm going to be called to the principal's office. So you're in trouble? I, I don't I don't know if trouble is the right so, word. So like Musa got very excited and he ran off screaming that Eden would want to see me immediately. Hmm. Oh yeah, it was something about stranger danger. She she didn't say danger. Those were he was saying dangerous about something else. He did call me a stranger. Um, but I also got confirmation that the far traveler may be someone who is associated and been in a similar circumstance as to me. Hmm. 
Well, I found out that it seems that we can't really do much on this floor besides study relics. They might have tools here for that, but we're not trained. Well, that is why I'm working very, very hard to get a higher rank. That way I can have access to specifically something known as the Vault. Well, Farron told me that some people, and this is what she told me, so I can't say it's all true because I don't know for a fact, but I'm going to say it anyway. So Farron told me that there are certain ranks. So there are the Seekers, and then there are the Not-Seekers. And the Seekers are the people who do all the cool stuff, like Amali. And us, I guess. Cause yeah, we yeah, yeah, but cool what stuff. about the Not-Seekers? Do they have access to this other stuff faster? Well, let's see. Um, like Liamore. Liamore is a Relic Master. Would he have access to the Vault? No. Oh, okay, that's probably It would be the Archivist. How do you become one of those? They're uh, the equivalent of a gold rank. Wait, so I have to... Well, right, they're the equivalent of, but is there a different process to become one? I don't know that far. I just know that there's different ranks and different sides. Okay, okay. And that okay. one side isn't really liked by the other side. That's, that's fine, we don't care about that. Okay. Oh, for the record, I'm pretty fond of Liamore, and I'm a seeker. I hold up my emblem. You must be an exception. Apparently, most of the people who are seekers don't really like the people on the other side because they're not seekers, and they're considered... What's the word Aaron used? Oh, lame. Uh, They sit at home, don't really do anything, and they just kind of play with toys. Yeah, yeah, but they figure out what the toys do. That matters for something. Well, in a dog-eat-dog world, you have to be strong and fit and run around and go, grr. Yeah, he does a lot of those things. And you don't do many of them. I have done a good job. I threw some stuff really hard the other day. I mean, that's a very good point. Exactly. All right, well, let's organize this stuff back onto the table so we can leave. <laughs> that does sound like a you job, and I'm going to stay put until Musa comes to get me. Okay. Uh, Finnevere, do you try to lift the box and dump it, or just what? Uh, well, I, Finnevere will respectfully organize it onto the table. Okay. Cece sees you doing this. This is going to take forever. She picks it up and just dumps it. Um, okay. Uh, I'll pick my sun-powered relic back up. And now I can't. Uh, hmm. I will collect my carry all, put it back in my backpack. Oh, do you want this back? Hmm. Uh, I- I'll take her far enough from Smoot that he probably can't hear us. Uh, hmm. See, uh, I've made, probably made a bit of a mistake. See, when we talked to Learmore, I didn't think. I-, I put all my relics on the ground, except for Isabel. Okay. And you see, that's one, that's my sun-powered relic that Taylor kept calling a flashlight. Well, it does kind of flashlight sometimes. It does flash light. Maybe that's a better way to call it, a flashlight. Uh, hmm. But sun-powered sounds really cool. It does sound really cool. It makes me think of Amali. That man could be sun-powered. Yeah, he really likes the sun. He likes to sunbathe. Yes, he does. So, there's also this glow band and this carry-all... And uh, Liamor said he wasn't sure if this was, if Isabel was a relic, but I've been starting to maybe have some of those side effects. And uh, uh, I, I've been smelling strange things that aren't there. Maybe you need to take a shower. Uh, some of these were post-shower. Uh, hmm. And they were just, I, I could smell colors, I thought. It's, it was strange. Ooh, maybe you should see a doctor. Um, and tell them that I did this. Probably not the best. Hmm. So I can't carry this many. So. <gasps> Does that mean? Uh, that means, uh. I can take Isabel for you. 
Are you sure about that? Um, <laughs> I mean, it's possible she's a relic, but it's also possible that she isn't. And you said if you give it willingly, it shouldn't be a problem, right? Uh, if you give it willingly, that does seem to transfer the ownership of it. It also transfers the consequences. Uh, from my understanding, this was a device meant to teach about abandonment. So if you were to uh, misplace it... <gasps> Mr. It... Finevere, were you abandoned? Uh, that is very off guard. <laughs> I'm going to roll to see if he could keep his composure. And I'm going to put this at a medium size. Uh, that, that, that is a natural one, oh, ladies. No. Uh, uh, and flashbacks to being left in the forest <laughs> by his mother. Oh, uh, Mr. Smoot, I think I broke Mr. Finevere. He's just staring into nothing. Oh, uh, Cece, that's, that, that's what happens when people think. Maybe you should try doing it before you speak. What's that supposed to mean? I think all the time. Uh, I think a lot of things I don't say out loud, so you should be proud of me. Uh, very, but clearly it looks like you troubled this man uh, almost as much as the screaming about eyes watching people person. Mr. Finnevy, are you okay? I'll be fine, Dad. Uh, uh, he, he'll collect all of the items in his arms. Uh, yes, uh, I'll catch up with you later. And he'll just start walking back to the room. As you pick back up the relics and gather them all back into your arms, you start feeling kind of sick to your stomach. Just worn down, tired, nauseous. Oh, great. Now look what you did, Cece. You broke him. Uh, I didn't... I didn't know. He's not the only one who has family problems, you know. She kind of mumbles and starts walking off. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Where are you going? You're not getting lost, too. I'm not gonna get lost. I know where I'm going. Yeah, where are you going? Where am I going? I'm going back up to my room. Not much else I can do right now. All right. Well, you two stay tight, and and it's it's a big place, so stay safe and uh, don't get lost. Good luck. Don't fall in. Okay, I'll try not to. Oh, and um, if you run into David anywhere, tell him to not tell him to be very discreet with information of anything before when we woke up in the forest, and let him know that I will try and meet with him as soon as I can. All right. Um, so you walk off, Cece walks off, and Smoot remains behind? Yeah, uh, yeah, Smoot is going to wait for Musa, seeing as this is the most information he has seemed to have gotten about his past, and Eden might be able to give him some information towards his family. Charles Smoot, you're waiting for a very long time, and it doesn't seem like anyone is coming to get you. Well, I mean, building's only so big, I guess they'll know where to find me. I did give Musa my name, and he did look at my Seeker emblem, and he seems like he can recall a good bit. Maybe I'll head back up and just inform Nora or someone if he's looking for me where they can find me. So Smoot would, after having waited a decent period of time and no one coming for him, I guess, just return back up to the main guild hall area. Okay. Uh, Finnevere, where would you be at this point? He was waiting there for probably about 30 minutes to an hour. Uh, he goes to his room... Just drops everything on the floor and lays back on the bed. Um, so, Charles Smoot, you head back upstairs. And as you do, you hear as the door begins to open before you even reach the top of the stairs. And you hear the sound of heavy footsteps walking down. And before you reach the top, you see 
a very tall figure walking, and it appears to be Lord Eden. She smiles. Hello, Charles. I think we need to have a conversation. Uh, is this a good or a bad conversation? That entirely depends on you. And that is where we're going to end off on this week's episode of The Gage Chronicles. Thank you, Foundlings, for joining us for another episode of this series in The Gage Chronicles. We really do hope you enjoyed Season 1, Episode 33. If you enjoyed today's episode or you've been enjoying the series, please make sure you leave us a rating and a review in whatever podcast listening app that you are on. Make sure, Foundlings, that you are subscribing to the podcast or following it, whatever way you do so. It is free. But you can support us monetarily and get some bonus content in the background <laughs> on our Patreon. You can do that by going to bit.ly forward slash support MRPF. And also, if you want to support us in other ways, try and share the podcast with friends, family. Um, like I always say, share it with your dogs because you know what? Dogs clearly enjoy listening. You will see a 100% improvement in your floofer's attitude towards podcast as soon as he starts listening to this. Guaranteed. Yay. And make sure you check out our website, missingrollplayerfound.com. That's missing R-O-L-L playerfound.com. And visit our store where you can get merchandise where we have hats, stickers, t-shirts, and more as we're developing, you know, uh, artwork. And you can also see our character artwork there. So consider going and visiting and also showing other people because it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Last but not least, make sure you're following us on our social media accounts, Twitter and Instagram at RollFound. We also have a TikTok. We're working on posting more things there. It's just life gets busy. And we only have so many editors and uh, social media experts, you know? Alrighty. So, Foundlings, make sure you're following those things uh, at RollFound on those sites. So that way you can keep up to date with the latest information. Thank you again so much for listening. And we will see you next, next week for another episode. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.